I just want to fucking bond with you guys. We like start with the recording. It's all business. Since when did we not become friends in real life? Now that I'm healthy again, I'm back to work. Whoa, you sound worse. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you, <laughs> it's, sound like you got worse. Yeah, it's sound- almost like I've been on a cruise ship for 10 days and yeah. my throat is... I don't know. I just yeah, liked we how you recorded that episode. Yeah, we with yeah. You. How do you did oh, <laughs> the cruise ship episode? We forgot to mention during that episode you were on a cruise ship. That's yeah, probably yeah. why you sounded uh, so. Yeah, yeah it was, was on a cruise. He was ship. on the other side of the equator, so it just it sounds different over there. <laughs> yeah, your voice inverts, yeah. and so if it's like a really low deep voice, it becomes a higher voice, mm. and if it's really like gravelly, it gets yeah. really smooth. You were really funny though. Like I really want you to keep bringing that energy. I you did a lot of think... research. You had a lot of good points. Yeah, yeah. I really think it was probably the funniest the smartest and the most like intent i have ever been on this podcast definitely the last one definitely intent (laughs) (laughs) um anyway audience if you're confused you should listen to our last episode episode 90 we talked about movie trailers and alex was a little bit different (laughs) genuinely very funny episode love that episode um and nothing was strange other than that yeah uh (laughs) Anyway, so with that, hello and welcome back. We're the Tough Cut Podcast, um, and I'm Matthew. I'm Alex. I'm Jakers. Jakers. And this is episode 91, wow. part one of the Jake Bracket. Woo! Guys, where are 90s? Ooh. Yeah. Dang, yeah. Almost 100, that big 100 special. That's crazy. Yeah, we um, talked Alex, about- Alex, you did uh, say last time that you were going to prep something. <laughs> yeah, um, we talked about what it was, and I don't really remember. I did list, re-listen to the episode. Um, I don't remember, though, what I said, hanging. but it was something that I We were going to live definitely... stream us oh, hanging yeah, yeah. from a cliff. Yeah, yeah, recording anyway, episode hanging from a cliff. Anyway, we're really elaborate jokes. You need to listen to last episode <laughs> to understand. We're just on that kick today. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just the Jake Bracket, which, Alex, what's the, what's the Jake Bracket? I love that Alex is describing. Yeah, I love, well, especially, okay, so here's, here's the, here's the little It's his job, it's his job! This is my job, Jake, and I don't care that this bracket's about you, this is my time to talk. I wouldn't have it any other way. Good. <laughs> Dead stop, nothing else. Um, this is the Jake Bracket. Jake picked all of these movies. Um, what damn straight <laughs> truth be told i don't know if jake picked these movies because they're important to him i don't know if he picked them because he likes them or if he picked them because he thinks that they describe him in some way uh it could be all of the above the important thing to know is that jake picked every single one of these movies uh and we're gonna talk about them how are yeah. we gonna how are we gonna be voting about them you know how are we gonna what's what That's, are you guys i think that's something about? that we have to figure out right like we talked about it a little bit but I mean, I kind of like the idea that that the whole intent behind this is that these are movies that are important to Jake, but that also like reveal something fundamental about him. Mm-hmm. And we get to decide what these movies reveal about him. And also we get to decide like what a, a, that that factor of Jake, like if we think it is a, like a more important factor about him compared to like mm. what the other movie reveals. It's oh, kind of the way that's that a really interesting it. angle. Yeah, I should have right? picked Mouse Hunt. I fucked up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been too easy. Too easy of a bracket. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we, it would have been one episode long. Yeah. <laughs> we would have known immediately what the, you know, the finale should have been. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So well, that's kind of, that's where I'm coming into this bracket from. I think it's I know, yeah. I'm kind of conflicted because, well, one, spoilers. We'll be spoiling these movies. And I guess, two, we'll be spoiling Jake's inner psyche. Um, we'll be psychoanalyzing <laughs> 
me. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to vote. Uh, I picked all yeah, these movies. I adore all these movies. And <laughs> yeah. I should probably go last for every single vote, I would assume. Yeah. I think that's probably uh, just a heads up for a concept warning. It's such a beautiful day. It does tackle some pretty uh, serious mental health um, issues and can be difficult for people either knowing someone close to them, struggling through that themselves or anything like that. So just keep an eye out for that if you do decide to watch it. It is a beautiful depiction, in my opinion, but it can be very intense for viewers. So um, without further ado, I guess I'll introduce our first matchup. I got yeah. a lot to do. Um, We've got you working overtime on your own bracket. I know, I know. How this happen? But you guys get to, you have to make the tough decisions so that's true well let's get right into it uh it's clue in 1985 directed by jonathan lynn this is based on the board game uh it's six guests are anonymously invited to a strange mansion for dinner but after their host is killed they must cooperate with the staff to identify the murderer as the bodies keep piling up so uh yeah, I think actually it would be a great exercise in the jacket rather than me explain why I picked these movies for you guys to guess why I picked these movies and if you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, so, you I, know, I can I can take that up the top. Um, it's Tim Curry being yeah. kind of like wacky and wild. Like, yeah, you've talked totally. at length on this show about how important Tim Curry is as a, a as an actor, as a, a creative, and just like so many other things, and you just get so much good Tim Curry in this movie. I had a lot of fun <laughs> watching Clue. Um, <laughs> it is wild how much this feels like a like somebody sat down to write a giant comedy sketch about the board game Clue. <laughs> it even yeah. ends with like a sketch button, like yeah. a, a, a ringer joke, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um yeah perfect for us (laughs) exactly uh yeah Yeah. this was this was really really fun yeah i totally agree it's definitely this movie was picked because tim curry is in it and (laughs) is wonderful um i love clue i think it's a great movie i do think some of the jokes are a little dated i think some of the dialogue sometimes like the way the jokes like are presented is a little bit dated too but like i don't mind it it gives the movie so much character uh it's great it's a wonderful movie Love it. Okay. How, right. how close were we to, to being on point there, Jake? Yeah, I mean, Tim Curry is a huge, huge factor. I had to have at least one Tim Curry movie on here if I wasn't going to, you know, include any. Uh, I also just think Clue was one of those first movies I watched uh, as a kid that I like. Uh, it was like a double feature. I remember it was Clue and then Rocky. And I stayed home because <laughs> uh, I was sick. Yeah, weird, weird time in Jake's head. Uh, I don't know if at that time I put together uh, that Tim Curry was in both those movies. Uh, but I loved both of them. And then I found out Wait, it was cousin. Who is, who's Tim Curry and Rocky? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I like, thought you were saying Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa. Yeah, that yeah, would be and I was a very so crazy confused. double feature. I was like, what? Imagine what if Tim Curry played Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just think it has like this level of like, actually Matthew kind of described it really well. It it plays like a sketch. It's just very fast paced, very like, you know, everyone's just giving a very fun and kooky performance. I think there's so many quotable scenes. I think everyone's having a lot of fun. Uh, some, some things are dated, but I think it serves in its favor. Honestly, it was also something that was really cool going back to when I was older, seeing how like 
when they first came out, they played the different endings in different theaters across. Like, such a good bit. Great marketing. Like you would be talking about the movie being like, oh, my God, this was the killer. And like, nope, I didn't see that ending. Uh, And I love that. that. Like it's a a bit that unfriended Dark Web would go on to steal. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) That's the second time. It's just unfriended going to be. The other one might get cut from the episode. So the audience will never know what I said the first (laughs) time. This isn't the Matthew bracket. I knew I know if it's the Matthew bracket. Unfriended would be top whoa, of the list. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Don't put that slander in this. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. I'll introduce the next one. We'll get into <laughs> yes, it. Talk so much. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So the Muppets. We did it, Joe. The Muppets 2011, directed by James Bobin. Uh, fun fact: Whenever I kept trying to type this, it kept autocorrecting to Tobin. Um, and I think it's strictly because of Tobin Bell, because of, again, Matthew, for another one of his uh, icons in uh, movies that he loves. <laughs> of course. Incredible. That one's true, though. That one is true. <laughs> you do love Saw 6. Um, anyway. <laughs> All right. This one is about a Muppet fanatic with uh, <laughs> is his, his brother... Uh, and, and it's Jason Siegel, the other's an actual Muppet, and they're, the Muppet gang is gonna, they're, they're all apart. They're, they're gone now, you know, they're not together. Uh, but when they go, they find out that there's an evil oil baron who's gonna take over the Muppet Studios. <laughs> and, it sounds uh, like you're making up a movie on the top yeah, of your head. It literally it, does. It literally sounds like you're just like riffing, like, and his brother was a Muppet, and Jason Seagal was in it, and there's uh, an Joe, evil Joe, oil uh, baron. Jack Black! Jack Black's gonna be in the movie. And they're gonna kidnap him! The Muppets are gonna take him! It sounds like a parody. It sounds like we're making this up. Yeah, but this is yeah. the honest to god plot of the film. It's incredible. Honest to god plot of the film. You guys, I mean, let's let's hear what you guys say before I put my two cents in. Wow, Jake, you didn't even mention that they're gonna put on a show to like raise money to save the Muppets. Like you didn't mention <laughs> like the actual plot of the movie at all. This one's great. Jake obviously picked it because it's a Muppet movie, and he had already done Muppet Treasure Island, which has Tim Curry in it. So yeah, he picked. This is true. He picked this one. Um, I think this is a great movie. I remember the first time I saw it uh, in theaters when it came out because I like was not a big Muppet kid. I didn't have like any real connection to any of the Muppets. I wasn't really like I hadn't really seen any of the movies like I knew about the Muppets tangentially. And so I watched this movie and it is very clearly a love letter written by fans of the Muppets like people who love the Muppets are going to love this movie. And I had a great time with it. It's like such a great introduction to them at the same time. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. Diving in as the least familiar with the Muppet films. Um, This was my first time seeing this movie. Really? Oh, shit. Really? Wow. Let's go. Basically, every single Muppet movie you show to me will be like the first time I've seen it. Oh, I'm pitching every single. We're going to do like (laughs) I I, and this was this was so much fun. Um, And and it also. okay, audience, if you decide to watch along with us, especially for someone who knows Jake in real life. Um, you'll quickly come to realize how many of his jokes he uses constantly just come from the films he loves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very true. It, it was, like, you know, 
Yeah, that's just something that's going to happen. Which one? Which way? <laughs> which which I, I, I can't I can't think of it off the top of my head because I every time I think of the fact that your jokes come from movies you reference, um, <laughs> I just go back to the fact that there were so many jokes I knew you for years saying, and then I fucking rewatch <laughs> Surfs Up of all things and it's just like there's like six jake bits in surfs up and i'm like are you joking i tricked Dude. matthew into thinking i'm funny so he'll like be um, my friend but but i mean the one that like obviously comes to mind um man or a muppet you're constantly yeah. posing this question um and it's yeah, just a man. giant musical number which i did technically now was like a song yeah um but like getting to actually see the song Wow, it's so fun. Oscar winning song, by the it's way. Great. Whoa, it deserves the, it. It's so good. This it's is so good. The, the music was, in this movie yeah. is incredible. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God. And uh, Brett McKenzie from Fly the Concords is the one mm-hmm. who wrote it. And Wow. That makes sense. Yeah, right? Uh, love Fly the Concords. If they had a movie, it'd probably be on here. Uh, this is the closest thing I think we got. Um, like, this movie yeah. is absurd. It's, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? Like launching into talking about these two films, yeah, unless you had more it. you wanted to add. No, no, like, I love it. This matchup is like divinely inspired. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> like they carry a they're very different movies, but they carry about them some shared energy. Like there's like a little bit of just like manic zest in both mm-hmm. of them. And, and like, baby. I think, yeah, some of that, I was going to say, some of that is just like imbued into the characters of like watching a Muppet movie. There's just like a little bit of manic energy in those Muppets, no matter where you put them. Mm-hmm. Tim Curry, there's a little bit of manic energy, basically, wherever you put them. Jake, a little bit of manic energy, you know? Um, and it, it makes these movies so delightful to watch. Um, they're just like funny and charming in a lot of ways. Um, so like taking these in, in that realm of things, like how do we feel about the comedy that's here? Do we think one is necessarily funnier than the other? Do we just think they have different approaches to comedy? Like wh- what, do we, how do we make heads or tails of that? Well, I think it's interesting. They're both so punny. You yeah. Know? They're both like, witty ass, like witty, punny yeah, witty. Yeah. Very, very witty. Mm-hmm. The dialogue is so quick. Um, I, it's hard, you know, like I want to go, my instinct for this is to like try and narrow in like which one is more of a Jake movie. Like mm-hmm. when I when I see this movie, does this encapsulate Jake as a human being? Um, and I feel like there's something in both of them that I really like. You know, with Clue, how unhinged it is at some <laughs> moments. Like the 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 <laughs> Telegram woman being <laughs> shot so in the chest. Good. <laughs> Is so I, I like good. literally I'm like sitting there watching this unfold and I'm like, I can just imagine the moment I'm writing a sketch with Jake and like when we were back in college and he would just introduce a bit like that. And I'd be like, that's fucking genius. That's gold. So watching that in film form, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> that shit had me dying. Oh, it's God. so good. It's very so good. good. Sorry to cut you off, Alex. It's just no, no. I just I, like I want to also. Part of my instinct is to imagine Jake in these scenarios. Like, how? What's he doing in Clue, you know? Like, who is he going to be? Like, he's locked in that house with those people. I feel like it gets crazy. I would love to be locked in a house with those people. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would love that so much. Uh, The cast is insane. I mean, Tim Curry, yeah, but Christopher Lloyd randomly being in this movie. Oh, boy. The, um... 
It's so funny. There's there's that one person who always gets confused as uh, Susan Sarandon in this movie. Yes. Um, for a long time, I thought it was her, but it's not. And now I want to actually give her name. It is Eileen. Eileen Brennan. Eileen Brennan mm-hmm. is the name of her. She was great as Miss Scarlet. Oh, my God. I love the, the scene where, where Miss White's just like, flames? Fl- flames on yeah. the side the side of my head. <laughs> it's so out of nowhere. It's so good. Oh, yeah, it's, man. It's so dumbfounding. But on the same coin, like Jake running around being a house of murder. I mean, he's lived with one. Yeah. But like in the Muppets on the Muppets level, this man has told me that if there was an experimental surgery that could turn him into a Muppet with a like 15% survival rate, he would undergo the surgery. Like Jake wants to be a Muppet so badly or live amongst them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when, okay, I, I could. I guess you know how I could approach this is I could tell different anecdotes about uh, each of these that could like help inform what you think is more me, yeah, or not. Um, as you said with with the 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 Muppets, uh, man or a Muppet, Oscar winning one of the I think it's the only Oscar the Muppets have ever won as a wow, property really? uh, was that song. I I when I saw that I cried. I genuinely cried at Manor Muppet, and I don't know if it was something <laughs> deep inside me that I was like, "Is this my existential? Like, is is this <laughs> it? Is this what it boils down to? Did someone write how I feel on paper?" And it just it just like oh, it goes so hard. But also, the Rainbow Connection is one of this it's is really a, good. It's a really good version. I just think this one. I was so proud of this this uh, Muppet entry because, you know, I'd been going off of I Love Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Christmas Carol, like all these older, you know, like movies about like the Muppets. And I was like, guys, no, they're good. And then seeing the 2011 film and getting the gratification that like everyone still loves the Muppets one and two, like they are still good for like a modern audience made me so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just... I, I think it, it's it's one of the better of like all of the Muppets because it like it introduces for a new audience in such a, like a good way. Like it characterizes all the Muppets in such a fun way. And uh, I love. I mean, it's both of these. The jokes are just like they're just bits like flown at a wall over and over. communism is a red herring over and over so again is <laughs> such a funny bit and clue. I literally, even when I was a little kid, I had no idea what the fuck that meant, but I thought it's it was just like so the, the, funny. Na- the way they deliver it. It, yeah. it, it just like you, even without getting the joke, you get the joke. Yeah. You know? And that's like the so energy good. with which that movie carries. And I definitely, as a kid would like, you know, <laughs> do a lot of bits where I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew people thought it was funny, you know, like much smarter than I am. And like the physicality of Tim Curry too, when I saw him do the, I know who the murderer is and like running around when he like, uh, uh-huh. it is so feral. And I like felt yeah. so good in that in watching that scene over and over again, because it's like, Ooh, I love that. And I want to be that so bad. And it's also like it's a little it's a little mystery. It's a little like it's still like the atmosphere, you know, you have the raid and the mansion and you know everyone knows me on the tough cut. I love spooky shenanigans and stuff. <laughs> and so that's that's big for me too. So man oh man, it's I so I don't tough. know how I'm going <laughs> at all, you here. know. It it's like the the Muppets versus the the Muppet energy versus the Tim Curry energy, you know? It's kind of, like, tragic that this is our first matchup. I feel like, you know, in a lot of ways, and I feel like we're going to say this for a lot of these movies, too, but I feel like Mm -hmm. these two could have been a finals matchup for real, for real. 
Like <laughs> that ass, that ass for real. F R F R. On God, on God. One hundred, one hundred. Yes. Yeah, Uga Booga. Let's just make up some shit. Yes, Bunga, Bunga. <laughs> Bungus. True, true, true. Many people are saying this. Big if true. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> was there? What, where were we going? Uh, I have no idea what I was going to say. Um. Hmm. Okay. Uh, something that I think is like definitely worth talking about, at least mm-hmm. touching on in some capacity, mm-hmm. the endings of both these movies, mm-hmm. and like the multiple <laughs> endings, obviously that are encompassed by clues. Um, <laughs> there is, um, I think, a lot to appreciate in in both of them. Obviously, a clue like you get the satisfaction of the, the the solution to the mystery that is humorously enough been written in such a way there can be multiple versions of that. So um, smart. So good. Or as the modern video on demand versions, you now get a what could have happened uh, or an ending. What could have happened than what actually happened? Yeah. Which might I say is the what actually happened ending is just so truly great. brilliant. It's great. And that's the correct decision from the editing perspective. So funny. Paired with like the the ending to the Muppets being just like this crazy uplifting like, yeah, people do still love the Muppets. Yeah. Man. Um, which like accompanied with, you know, sort of the, the, the revitalization to them that this series is sort of trying to carry or that this movie is trying to carry. I think it's just really awesome to see. And also capitalism being defeated via head injury is <laughs> sick. <laughs> we got capitalism. We got communism. What are we going to, you know? Yeah. Both of these films. Oh, uh, so funny. I feel like the, the Muppets has kind of a difficult task, you know, because it's like, okay, you're going to see a Muppets movie. And the whole idea is that they're like begging and pleading with the audience to be like, the Muppets are still funny. Like you, people like the Muppets, people still like the Muppets. And it like totally succeeds at that, which I feel like is really difficult to do. You know, it's like, yeah. it makes me think of the like play version of Peter Pan mm. where like, Tinkerbell is dying and the audience has to <laughs> clap to bring her back to life. What if and they don't? What like, happens? It just like sucks every time. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Wait, what happens if they don't clap? Like, like, like do, do they edit curtains? That'd be really funny. No, they just, I feel like the, whoever's Peter Pan finds one little kid who's really clapping and they're like, yeah. you're bringing Tinkerbell back. <laughs> oh, to that really, really makes it cute. But like, I don't know. I feel like the Muppet succeeds at that in a really special way that's really hard to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. With, the, with the Muppets, it's just like, I didn't even realize how much I'd miss seeing a new, like a fresh adaptation of them. And I also, you know, cried at like pictures in my head. Like when he was going, it's Kermit just walking down in this mansion with all the old Muppets. I was like, damn, yeah. I miss, I missed them. Like the pathos, <laughs> like I, I, yeah, I want to see them. Like, oh God. I I love the bit when the chef is just like referred to her to chicky it's just so funny, man. They're they're both chock full of good bits, you know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if if nothing else, yeah. But I, I I totally get where you're coming from, though, Alex. Like this idea that it has that uphill battle, so to speak. Um, in terms, well, and of I Muppets. feel like kind of in a similar way, Clue has this uphill battle of like, well, everyone knows Clue. It's a board it's game like, movie. Like, that's yeah, all they like, have. That's it, tough. Which, like, they they had bits to go off of that, like, they work into the movie as, like, plot points that 
I think in a lot of ways could feel incredibly forced, but the movie in its multiple endings in like everything that it does, it really like digs in and like makes it feel really good. And like, it doesn't just feel like a standard murder mystery, you know, like clue. I really feel like does its own thing. Like with the multiple endings, everything like just the energy it carries. Like, yeah, it feels very unique. It was a movie that like, didn't, for all int- per- intents and purposes, like it probably wasn't going to be good. I mean, you think of any, like it- it's hard to adapt just like a game, uh, you know, some board game movies work. Obviously Jumanji worked. Uh, Zathura. Uh, <laughs> Matthew's True. another Matthew Brackett movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it works. laughs> I'm like a narrative. Pre- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to predict what's going to be in the Matthew Brackett one yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, but like, I-, I love that clue succeeds despite like it all like I, I love that like they they put so much effort and even like the actors the script like the production design like they put so much effort into this small little thing because they're like it just felt like a movie they made because they thought it'd be fun and i kind of miss that energy in like mm-hmm. hollywood movies a lot and that's why like you know that as a little kid watching that as someone who works in like the industry i I, I aspire for that. I aspire that I can like someone will trust me enough to make a silly little movie that I have a silly little idea on and everyone just gives 110% on like seeing that is just so exciting, frankly, and because you know that it can be made and so it should be made. And that's like, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I know both of you kind of already touched on it, but just, I, you know, I, I feel like it deserves restating that, Adapting a board game into a movie <laughs> is such a deranged idea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you have so little to go on. Mouse trap, mouse hunt, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a. Jumanji, Jumanji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like if you. It, it seems like if they were trying to make like a sorry, the movie, ah. right? Like, what could that even be? be right like that's a that movie's called sophie's choice (laughs) i feel like it would be like the worst version of tron like most Mm. board games they would just like it'd be a tron thing you're in a computer and (laughs) you have to do a competition i'm sorry the tron movies slap we'll get there one day (laughs) probably for um, jeff bridges is (laughs) hilarious i i will die by tron legacy As you should, man. <laughs> like, I have nothing but positive memories, which almost makes me not want to watch the movie again. <laughs> I will die. I died by it then. I'll die by it now. Um, but but Clue versus the Muppets. <laughs> not getting too far away from our, 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 our topic at hand. You know, um, this is the Jake Bracket. If he wanted to, he could just spur of the moment, replace one of these movies with Tron Legacy. Honestly, that would be kind of wild we get we we vote our way to a final and jake's like actually i don't like this (laughs) actually i was really feeling over the hedge this weekend so (laughs) i'm thinking over the hedge let's switch it let's switch it well guys i mean look unless you guys got more to say or you got more questions for me um Mm. either way we might have to vote here soon um not like super important but worth addressing Mm mm-hmm Gonzo's a domestic terrorist, right? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, what's your point? Okay. 
I, I, was, I just wanted to make i just wanted to like air that out to make sure it's like in the air like he blows up that toilet factory <laughs> like there were probably employees in there right just chickens oh okay okay just that makes chickens. it okay mm-hmm. yeah he fucks a chicken continuously that's like canon like he's, he's like doing in a right relationship now. with with those chickens huh plural yep I don't know if that came across in your reading of the film Matthew oh, for seeing it the first time, but uh, I, I, that's yeah. like that's the deep lore. That's I'm gonna have genu- to go that's to- real. That's like I'm not even like I'm, I wish I was doing a bit. I really wish I was doing a bit. I'm not. I'm gonna have to go check out a couple of Muppet theorists on YouTube and really like dig. <laughs> you into might the- run into some. We- you might. I don't. I don't know if you want to Google Gonzo <laughs> Chicken. We barely talking this whole time. Did barely even touch on Miss Piggy, who has I feel like such a wonderful, wonderful arc in this film. <laughs> wonderful role in this film. Well, you know what? I'm gonna set us toward continuing to talk about Miss Piggy because I am going to vote for the Muppets. Um, oh, he went. There. I think it's hard to describe, uh, especially to our audience who's never seen Jake in person. But God damn it, <laughs> he's so close to being a Muppet. Um, I. I can't set like if you saw Jake on the street, you'd be like, God damn, this motherfucker loves the Muppets. Um, oh my and I don't, God. And, I and to don't. most people, that's an insult <laughs> to, most, to most people. I want to be very clear. Matthew's reaction is not wrong. Hurtful, but not wrong. <laughs> um, I, I can't describe this vote in any way other than that. I love Clue and I know Jake loves Clue too, but. For me, I love all these he, movies, so all he, of them will be heartbreaking, but also understandable. Oh. I just can't imagine Jake without the Muppets. I feel like that world would be so sad. Um, and so that's where my vote is going. That's the thing that's so tough is like, I can't imagine a world where Jake didn't have the Muppets and also didn't have Tim Curry, you know? Yeah, it's tough. Fair. It's However, tough. in my lifetime with Jake. Mm-hmm. And it has been a lifetime. It's true. A few um, for others. The the things that the the moments when Jake has literally cried tears of joy in the time I've known him have been almost all Muppet related. <laughs> I need counseling. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Like. <laughs> yeah. I know you're not. <laughs> As a result, I truly think Man or a Muppet gets at like some <laughs> deep existential piece of your being. Yeah. So I, I, I think I've got to vote for the Muppets 2011 here. Yeah, and uh, I'll vote uh, as to not hurt any of my own feelings. Clue will get at least one vote Aww. here. Aww. It feels uh, weird voting against the thing. <laughs> not voting for the thing that you voted for. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, I, I like probably that, would. I it, probably. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to pick between your children. We pick for no. you. No. <laughs> yeah, we have the power here. I'm remember when I, talked about, block with remember when I talked about Sophie's <laughs> choice and you literally said, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I went there. I went there. <laughs> it's full uh, circle, baby. That's hilarious. Hey, Muppets is moving on and I'm not upset about it. I love you, Clue. Uh, if you guys haven't seen Clue before, oh my God, please watch it. Oh, you got uh, it. it. It's a fun time. Please do, if nothing for the ending button. Yeah. It's, it's so good. It's yeah. so good. It's, it's such mwah. a funny joke. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's great. 
Uh, so yeah, the the Muppets advances, um, and we've got one more matchup today. Do you want to introduce mm-hmm. our two contestants here, Jake? I sure do want to introduce them because I have to. Um, <laughs> this is now shifting tone a little bit. Uh, <laughs> a curious case, uh, the curious case of Benjamin Button, two thousand eight, directed by David Fincher. Um, this is it tells the story of Benjamin Button. He's a man who. Uh, is born aging backwards. Um, and that's, that's pretty, it's so funny. IMDB, the way they say it, like say it is a man who starts aging backwards with consequences. Uh, and that's all <laughs> they say, <laughs> which wow. is hilarious. Uh, yeah, this, this movie is my favorite David Fincher film, which is, it, it, this is like not a popular opinion. Yeah. It's controversial um, David Fincher take. Yeah, it, it is controversial, but that just shows you how much it means to me personally. Uh, and I won't say anything else because I want to hear your guys' thoughts first. So Alex, bring it to me. Why do you think I did this? And, uh, tell me what you thought. I think Jake picked this movie because he was born as an old man too. Fuck. Damn it. Um, How do they, how do they know? (laughs) They nail it every time. You know, I think, I think Jake picked this one because there's something about a story. Jake loves a story about finding new ways to experience life. You know, like he really loves a story about finding the beauty in life. Uh, and I think this movie has a really interesting way of doing it. Yeah, I think that's why Jake picked this movie. I like it. I've uh, I'd seen it once before. Uh, I watched it on TV, so it was even longer. Um, <laughs> of commercial breaks. It is but a long one. It, is, it a long is, one. is a long movie, but I like it. It's a good one. Uh, Matt, how about you? Yeah. So this one is tough in the sense of like, why jake picked it like i know it's a movie that matters a lot to you mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and uh, as someone who has other thoughts about big finch's filmography <laughs> um, <laughs> you're you're doing brad pitt's southern draw in the movie <laughs> um i i see why you love it and like why like i i, I think that there's something to like how this story is about like living a unique life or a life that is valuable in its own sense um, that I, I, I think has some like aspirational qualities to how you live your own life that you, you know, seek to live a, a, a life unique in its own sense. Um, it's film I generally enjoy. I think there are a few movies of um, David Fincher's filmography that I, I dislike. Um, not my favorite Fincher as a, you know, <laughs> mentioned mm-hmm. before, um, I, I put it in the realm of like experientially, it's a film similar to like Forrest Gump and Big Fish. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I prefer this to for sure. Forrest Gump. I'm not sure where I put this. Yeah. versus Big He's Fish. a big fuck Forrest Gump fan. He's a big, <laughs> this, but unironically, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't hate it. It's just like, he fucking hates it. <laughs> we'll talk about it one day. Um, though I do think as someone who normally loves long movies, I think the long bracket has given me like some kind of permanent mental thing about yeah. sitting down to watch a movie over two and a half hours long. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah i mean fortunately it, it's like two uh, two and a yeah, two hours and 36 minutes or something i can't remember um yeah i was a little worried admittedly about putting this in because of the long bracket <laughs> really <laughs> I, I i knew that it might be a little a little no a little it long bad. it wasn't that bad um this one to me i think it 
I, I don't know why it, this is the, one of the trickier ones uh, about like kind of pinning why it's such a Jake movie, but it is viscerally um, a Jake movie. It's in my like top five, like five, like defining ones. When I ask that question, um, I think it boils down to that ending really. I mean, sure. Mm. It's also set in new Orleans. New Orleans is a very special yes. place to me as well. Um, this, uh, you know, Benjamin button travels like a lot, sees like other things. Like I did that as well a lot, but I think at the end, when you know all of a sudden all these things are happening and then all of a sudden it just goes to like all these different people that he's met and I, I remarkable stories all these different kind of stories and whatever um but he just boils it down to a sentence it's just like some people swim some people no buttons some people and these are people who like changed his life and outlook and like that he just remembers in a very beautiful way and he just boils it down to like one sentence or one word and i i like tear up and I, I cry every time i think that's such a beautiful way to approach life to where you could live the most lavish life at all whatever if you are about to you know pass or, or something else happens to you sometimes you just remember someone so viscerally and, and and some of them were impactful to me like when they were just like some are mothers like was such a beautiful like uh i think that's taraji p henson's best performance that i've seen uh mm-hmm. honestly i think she's such a great mother uh and so good at um playing a mother in this and how she does um it's it's a silly film too there, there's a lot of things that like are silly and don't make sense especially <laughs> at the beginning you have to do a lot of kind of forgiving uh mm-hmm. to the movie which is totally <laughs> understandable uh but it's also like a weird little like you know it's it's kind of like fantasy-esque so i love that kind of aspect of like storytelling and all the stuff i don't know this one just gets me every time uh i watched this with uh other alex and uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I watched this with a sick Alex, and mm-hmm. uh, it just it I I cried at the end a lot. Aww. It just was like such a it, it, the whole experience of the film is just something that has stuck with me, and I think I give it so much credit because I know other people don't like it, and I see the problems with it, but it still sticks with me. So that's why I picked that one. Uh, we'll move over to the next one. It's such a beautiful day, 2012 by Don Hertzfield. Uh, ooh, this is a doozy as well. Uh, this follows the main character, Bill. It's an animated film uh, as he struggles to put together his shattered psyche. Is the best synopsis that I saw online and that I could kind of go with here. Uh, what I'm going to throw back to you guys. Um, so, Matthew, what you got? Yeah, I think your your reasons for picking this or your reasons for loving this movie are presumably pretty complicated one i know mm-hmm. you are just a big fan of don hertzfeld's work yeah um so there's a lot to love here um beyond that um i think that this film has a pretty in honestly weirdly enough the way that this bracket shakes out weirdly or similarly in an odd way it has similarly profound ways or profound things to say about how we choose to live our lives especially when you take that ending sequence mm-hmm. um where they're describing the bill lives um and lives and lives forever sort of thing all the things that he will will do ha- has some certain like aspirational qualities to how we choose to perceive what our life is meant to be or what our life is meant to amount to, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but then also there, there is this angle that the, this movie delves pretty deeply into the, some complicated discussions of mental health, mm-hmm. um, which I, I think is just like hard to not appreciate re- mm-hmm. regardless of who you are. Um, with all of that sort of said, um, I think it's a really, really special movie. 
it, it's hard to accurately describe why um, just the way it chooses to explore mental health and then mm-hmm. the ending it decides to sort of give to that story still remaining or um, having kind of the optimistic undertones, I, I think is just really valuable. Yeah. Uh, Alex. Yeah. I mean, um, the first time I watched this movie uh, was in class with you guys in history of animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very cool to, I guess, come back to it now. And, you know, after, you know, being in that class and talking about it in that class, like knowing how important it is to you, Jake, um, I think similar to what Matt said, I think you picked this movie in part because of, you know, its story about living life and, and things like that, as well as, you know, it's conversations on mental health. But I also think partially in like the unique and interesting story of its development of like being mm-hmm. released in three parts and then put together. Like, I mm-hmm. think that's something that is very cool, uh, is very cool and unique about this movie. I think it's a really special movie. Um, it feels like a passion project mm-hmm. uh, just in every bit of it. And yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, this one, this one's, I mean, admittedly difficult too, because because it does tackle some very serious stuff and it, it doesn't leave you feeling the best, even if it does have like an optimistic point of view at the end, at least in my reading of it. Uh, but I, I, I think that, when I was picking this list, uh, I think it's important because we're talking about films on stuff. We are a comedy podcast, but uh, and it is a funny film. Also, there's some very funny parts about it. Like Don Hertzfield is a master of like <laughs> building something that's funny, but also <laughs> very sad mm-hmm. in one. And I think that's also something that yeah. I, it's very, very aspiring. But, um, you know, films don't always like make you feel good, but you also still like them. Uh, I think that's, you know, why I'm, I'm driven to horror. This is why I'm driven to, you know, things that can make you sad, but it doesn't mean that you're, it's a bad thing. Like cinema is a machine that generates empathy, that like famous quote. Uh, so I, I think having this silly little on paper film, especially when you look at it, just looking at a still, any still from this, this uh, <laughs> movie will have you be like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. And then just by the end, you are totally gripped, totally like, oh my God, how am I feeling this way? And look, like we, we live lives. I would love it if everyone lived a life where they feel happy all the time. Uh, that's not true. It's not true for me. Um, it's, it's not true for other people I've been close with in life. The happiest people that I've known um and i'm known to be a pretty like happy-go-lucky guy and i feel like i am genuinely but uh things can get tough and they can get internally tough too and just the way that this film approaches an internal monologue of feeling bad but still approaching life and this optimism i think it's 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 beautiful it's special uh so it just it every now and again i just like have to watch this film and so it stuck with me and i i just i think i want to change optimism it's it's like there's like a bittersweet quality to it might be a better term to use yeah um yeah yeah because it's it it doesn't leave (laughs) make you feel like you know kittens and rainbows and puppies yeah but it's it's a film that's going to make you feel weird but i i think it manages to say profound things about sort of the value of living I, i i think is kind of where it's coming from um, and sort of what you were getting at that, like, mm-hmm. life is never going to be only easy, mm-hmm. um, but is still valuable 
in and because of those contexts or because of those things that aren't easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that that bittersweet maybe more accurately describes the 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 uh, optimistic undertones with the word undertone carrying a lot of that, doing a lot of, <laughs> a lot of weight there. There's a lot, a lot yeah, of weight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. this is a really interesting matchup because I feel like both of these movies so much, you know, fall in this basket of looking at life in new ways and like finding beauty in small things or little things that you wouldn't normally see and the things that people do love and do look for looking at those in new ways too. Um, so I think it's really fascinating to kind of take both of these stories and talk about them in the context of Jake, because I feel like Jake is someone who like finds beauty in all these different things and all these different nah, ways and is always okay. True. <laughs> But no, please continue. Well, I just, I, you're a special person. You, Aww. I still like on my key ring. I have the key to happiness that you gave Yay. me. Like, I don't know. Hell, you, you never gave me a key to happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I tickled your pickle that one summer in Daytona. <laughs> Ever get sauce that one might call yeah. unholy? Yeah, that was your key to happiness right there. <laughs> <laughs> your key, our key to happiness moment was watching Isle of Dogs and what uh, proceeded to happen afterwards. Whoa, whoa, we, that, <laughs> that, that is like a now we've been doing uh, this podcast for uh, ten years before we bring that story. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I just give them a little taste and like I want the fanfix to add a picture of what happened and then run with it. Ten and years, we we'll talk about. Did a lot of running in the rain that day. <laughs> You're giving more information. I'm sorry. That's all. That's all. We need to titillate the 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 fan artists. That's oh, I'm titillated. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I I I think that's a really important thing to kind of gather in terms of comparing these two movies. Is I don't know if they like share thematic elements, um, but but this idea of like causing you to maybe look at life a little bit differently. Yeah, it's like the feelings you get after you watch them are in i think similar in some interesting ways yeah 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 pick me apart yeah yeah pick me apart (laughs) dive in there get real deep yeah yeah (laughs) it was like interesting because i I feel like both of these movies put me in this mood where i want to just like quietly go on a walk you know, and just like That's notice nice. the little things around. It's beautiful Which, outside today. I think you'll take a walk around the block. <laughs> oh, God. Exactly. Great. A great sequence. Love that. Scene. Which is interesting, I think, in the context of thinking about Jake, because Jake, I feel like I don't know. I don't know that I picture you going on like quiet walks. I feel like because you you just do that, like you express that with other like when you're walking with me to class like when you would walk with me to class it'd be like hey do you see that thing on the pavement it looks like a little skull um (laughs) and we'd like notice that together and i feel like i don't know it's interesting like these movies make me feel like i'm thinking and acting like jake they are it is the jacket jacket is that the official term we want with the the i don't know jake bracket jacket could could be the jacket it's cozy oh Cozy yeah, like that. that is kind of cozy, yeah. warm. <laughs> Happy winter, wear a jacket. Yeah, I, I admittedly am, am dreading this matchup, and I was dreading it the most because these are two of the more serious movies that I picked, uh, and it's it's very hard to dive into that. And also, sometimes I watch these movies, I don't know why I feel that way. So it's also like <laughs> in my head being like, "Geez, why is this built like hardcore of my noggin?" You know, hmm. I, I I guess a a topic of conversation something we can dive into a little bit um 
I think that Curious Case of Benjamin Button stands out amongst David Fincher's filmography um, in a really interesting way. A lot of the other stuff he has done, they they, they all have certain um, true crime. Thematic- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes yes. Um, thematic and tonal sort of through lines, um, and I think Benjamin Button kind of bucks some of those trends like it is very different than things like fight club and zodiac and gone girl and seven and social network Uh, there's no like you know big turn to darkness like it it why is this the film you love most from his filmography like what stands out so much is it just the type of story that this is is it like how it leaves you feeling like what do you love I so much about this film in terms of fin- Fincher's filmography? In terms of Fincher, I mean, I think it's because Fincher made this movie, as you're saying. Like, it's something about it probably also just tickled him. He read this story that, you know, it's loosely based on a, mm-hmm. on a story. And he was just like, I have to make this, for all intents and purposes, silly little movie. And it does not match the tone of his other stuff. And I think I enjoy the perplexity of someone who can make something that he knows that he's good at and that he loves doing and then just be like, no, but I'm also a totally different person too at the same time. <laughs> and I can make a uh, Benjamin button and, you know, have Brad Pitt in the, <laughs> this makeup and, uh, True. and then look very know, hot later in the film, look very hot later in the film. And Man, what a glow up. What, a glow up. <laughs> what, what, what do you call up. it when they go from old to old to hot though? You know, because are they glowing up or are they glowing down? I'm They're sorry to interrupt glowing. your real thought with the dumbest <laughs> no. thing I've ever said. <laughs> They're just glowing. They're they're just glowing. I no, I, I just think that you have to be a certain amount of brave as a filmmaker, especially I imagine as an established filmmaker, to make something that's out of your comfort zone uh, and to actually challenge yourself to do it. Um, hmm. Or you could be James Cameron and just make the same movie over and over. But um, Hey, on track, $1.7 billion or something, baby. Wow, congrats. You know how to make money. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. We'll talk about it next bracket. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't you dare. No, please. Please, for the love of God, don't make me watch that movie. Oh, I will bury my... I feel like if we put that movie in our Oscars bracket this year, you just won't watch it. Uh, who knows? Um, <laughs> I believe in watching movies and all that no i yeah in in regards to david fincher that's probably why i'm i'm drawn to it i again i i think there's an inherent silliness of it there's this moment in curious case benjamin Button, the hummingbird Mm -hmm. uh that shows up on like the after the war torn ships and all that stuff and then like talking like uh the captain the sea captain love him by the way love that character great character but there's this short story that's my favorite short story uh ever and it's called uh joy's volodoris uh which is the Latin for hummingbird. And it's about the heartbeats of a hummingbird and how they spend it so fast, but they live these like full lives and how we spend our lives. And if we spend our heartbeats, cause that's how they like talked about spending your life. And I had no idea the connections all of a sudden I'll be watching this movie that I loved and I didn't really know why. And then they literally reference one of my favorite short stories that I didn't know why I liked it. And it's just like, Oh, it's clear that there are people out there that are reaching these same conclusions of me, mm-hmm. creative people. And that are, fe- and it's like, that's that's beautiful. That's like a beautiful thing to randomly like have. To, it, it's basically like when you introduce one of your friends that you really, really love to another friend that you really, really love and you don't know if they're going to like each other and then they end up fucking loving each other. And, and then being, they end up fucking. Well, 
I, I wonder I, what that experience is yeah, like. Yeah, we don't have to air out our dirty laundry on the <laughs> podcast. But... I'm say, every time I introduce Jake to anyone, <laughs> I can't keep uh, him off him. Can't keep him off. And he gets really upset. And... <laughs> <laughs> he was my friend. Yeah, so um, I think I think that's... It, it, yeah, it, it's just how simple both of these films can be, but how complicated they are. And on the surface, they can, if you give the pitch to both these movies on the surface, they're very silly um, mm-hmm. in one way or another, but then they're just so much more. And uh, that's how I like to view myself <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And I think that's one of the really interesting characteristics of the Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Um, because I, I feel like it's a film that likely suffered from some mismarketing. Like, I guess you can watch it at purely surface level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like totally acceptable too. Um, but the sort of, th- you know, the thematic exploration that it goes through, I think goes a lot deeper than just man ages backwards. You know, <laughs> it, it, it is, it espouses some, some things on what it means to, you know, live a life well lived. I agree to an extent, but at the same time, what's it like to be a wrinkly baby? Why he not big, though? Why he not big? <laughs> hey, sometimes you get small, small. You lose your gains when you get old. I'm sorry, Matthew. You got to have to deal with that. Never. <laughs> oh, I saw <laughs> he that. He just flexed something fierce. I wish you guys could see. It was beautiful. We don't record this for that reason. I do. Um, oh, God. <laughs> so that's for personal use. <laughs> oh, and it'll be wow. used. But again, to give credit to it's such a beautiful day. I mean, it's the same thing. Like something about that artwork just really the, the the fact that they sell the intense things that they're getting across with this artwork is yeah. just really so impressive. good. Like it's really <laughs> impressive. And I'm like, oh my God, if I had like I I love like indie filmmaking as well and all the stuff. And like if I had an ounce of 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 artistic talent like that to be able to articulate my thoughts in such a crude but beautiful way, oh my God. If someone is capable of making people shed tears by showing a stick man that they've watched over the course of the past hour drift away into the endless void of space for he is immortal and cannot be killed and have you make you cry seeing that. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Don Hertzfeld, the the same guy who um, brought you (laughs) my spoon is too big. My uh, anus is bleeding. <laughs> um, brought you, brought you all of this. But um, I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy who can tell you my anus is bleeding and then make you cry in a stick figure. Like I love. I, that's that's me, man. You know that's. Ooh, it's tough. But luckily, I don't got to vote until last. So yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Man, you're supposed to vote. Me? Yeah, yeah. I guess I can because you started last time or whatever. <laughs> he's so disappointed he's so i don't know what it, what me going second would change it's not like i'm gonna change my vote <laughs> you don't um, know alex could have said something really eloquent that changed your mind okay that is fair that is fair yeah. we used to write our votes down what the hell God, i still do crazy i don't anyway i don't i do not i, do, well, I don't do that. i i'm watching you i would see you do it um <laughs> <laughs> It's such a, you don't you don't know it's a lie for the benefit of the audience it's like why are oh, you saying? i'm sorry i'm sorry i care about our audience and it's not just about us like fuck off okay okay i care about only you for this bracket thank um, you okay i'll take that I, I i'm gonna vote for it's such a beautiful day i think they're both valuable films to to talk about and i think they capture 
very special pieces of Jake as someone who is currently working with you in a creative capacity. I, I feel like it's such a beautiful day, at least to me in, in, in some sense captures the, the, um, aspirational creative qualities. A lot of that, that I see in you. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go with that. This is just like a stroke Jake's ego bracket. Yeah, this I'm bracket, I feel it. like it's just. I can't wait for y'all to watch one and absolutely hate it and be like, "You stupid bitch! Why the <laughs> fuck did you? Make it? Why did you pitch this piece of trash?" <laughs> they call him shit face Jake, and then you vote it up, and it wins the finale. They're like, "Jake is a piece of shit," and so is this film, <laughs> and that's why it's number one. Wow, it most represents you. <laughs> well, that's why that's why Mouse Hunt would win. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I fucking am, bastard. Um, I am going to vote for Benjamin Button. Oh, fuck. He must pick between his children. Uh, I didn't want to have to make it so hard for you, Jake, but here's my reason for voting for Benjamin Button. Yeah. I feel like our friendship, I like can map out from the moment I met you to like seeing you around campus every so often and like not knowing you, but like just seeing you everywhere and like yeah, those binoculars like, oh, came in Jake. handy yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then like i remember we like had started to actually become friends us and like a group of a bunch of other people did that thing that you do in like those coming of age movies where you like go up on the roof and you just like look yeah. up at the stars and have deep and profound conversations and i remember talking about your search and your your belief in genuine human connection and i feel like that's so much what benjamin button is about is like finding people who touch you and change you and like (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) the the delivery on yeah anyway sorry no 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 explain why you laughed actually no no yeah explain it explain it keep going please um yeah you were at fighting people who touched me yeah yeah (laughs) finding the people who've touched jake uh i just i don't know this movie to me i you've always said that it's a movie that's very important to you and i don't think i really thought so much about why it would be until this Mm. um um and i'm really happy now that like every time i see this movie i'm gonna think of you oh damn he he's trying to one-up you matthew that's really embarrassing i was gonna say that's really really good reasoning i'm like i really i really had to come back from all the people who've touched him (laughs) like damn you can blame that one on matthew honestly (laughs) yeah you can (laughs) he had no rebuttal there was nothing that's you know that's fair yeah and as one of the people who've touched me too uh both uh most places this is man i'm gonna hate doing this bracket if you guys don't reach a unanimous uh, thing um i'm gonna go with benjamin button and it's it it breaks my heart uh anytime these brackets will happen but i think i think alex hit a real real head on the nail talking about um a word I use way too much 
uh, genuine uh, mm-hmm. and human connection. Yeah, way too much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just boiling it down to that. And as much as it's such a beautiful day, it makes me feel a certain way that just really captures something really um, important, I feel, to me. I think Curious Case is also doing that, but also um, it's also confirming a lot of thoughts that I didn't know how to articulate in my head. Um, and then seeing it on screen felt very gratifying. Ask me in a week. I don't know. I could have, and it's such a beautiful day, day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's I, that's who moves forward. Benjamin Button, BB. Your guys' turn to talk. Yeah. So with that, <laughs> um, we have our first semifinals matchup. It will be the Muppets 2011 versus uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which should be a lot of fun. They're, they're the same movie, really. <laughs> I think so. Um, I remember when Benjamin Button was asked to earn $10 million or himself and his, um, I don't know, daughter mm-hmm. he abandons will be <laughs> killed. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't. That's a really gross way of saying how the, how the film actually went down. But yeah, yeah, that fucking daughter that he fucking abandoned and didn't give all that money to, uh, he did. Uh. Uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> Coming at you next week, though, we've got four more Jake picks, and they're pretty good. These are fun. (laughs) We've got One Cut of the Dead versus Spirited Away and Coherence versus In and of Itself. Um, So it should be a very interesting (laughs) bracket. You guys uh, should definitely... Check these out if if you you haven't seen them before. I know that some of these aren't, aren't as big big uh name recognition wise but they're fun movies uh in and of itself does talk a little bit also about mental health uh so keep an eye on that and some intense themes um but yeah i i really hope you guys enjoy the movies and you're getting to know me as an audience and these guys get to know me as a podcast host because that's the only two ways you can get to really know someone true mm-hmm. evolution of man <laughs> um yeah so if you enjoyed today's episode you can rate and if you enjoyed today's episode you can rate and review the show on all of your favorite podcasting platforms we're on all of them um if you liked what you heard who should they share today's episode with share with me share with jake also share it with share it with someone who is a man or a muppet world through through special special glasses who looks at the world in a special way makes you feel good about it makes you feel mm-hmm. good about the world looks at mm-hmm. one special way share mm-hmm. with an old baby <laughs> <laughs> i know like 10 old babies who are gonna love this episode <laughs> um oh god yeah but make sure they're legally allowed to listen to explicit content on uh, 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 apple Podcasts. Because this show is marked for E. Explicit. <laughs> Everyone. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um. <laughs> 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 <laughs>